Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Hello, I'm Monica Reinagle. Welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I hope you're having a great week so far. In past episodes, I've talked about the nutritional differences, such as they are, between grass and grain-fed beef. But today, I wanted to share some updated information regarding the impact of various feeding programs on the health of the cow and on the environment, an area where there are a lot of misconceptions. Even if you don't eat meat yourself, I think you might find this pretty interesting. I've just returned from the beautiful state of Colorado, where I had an opportunity to visit some places where beef cattle are raised. And along the way, I learned a few things that surprised me. Just in case you have some of the same misunderstandings about this that I did, I'd love to share with you what I learned. You remember that movie, Three Weddings and a Funeral? Well, today I have three myths and a surprising truth about grain-finished beef. The first myth is that all grain-finished beef are raised on feedlots. Whether a cow is destined for grass or grain finishing, the first year of their life looks pretty much the same. After the calves are weaned, they spend another 6 to 12 months grazing on grass pasture land. For the last six months of their lives, grain-finished cattle are fed an increasing ration of corn or other grains, and that affects the rate at which they gain weight, the degree of marbling in the meat, and also the flavor of the meat. Now, the majority of grain-finished cows are moved to a concentrated animal feeding operation, or CAFO, for this part of the process, but not all of them. There are also lots of ranchers raising small herds, anywhere from a few dozen to a couple hundred cows, who finish their cattle on grain right there on their ranch. If your only objection to grain-fed beef is the idea of a feedlot, you do have other options. If you live in the U.S., your state beef council may be able to connect you with a rancher who is finishing his own cattle on grain. And there's a link in the show notes for today's episode that can help you find contact info for your state council. The second myth is that grain-fed beef eat only grain. I think a lot of us have the same picture in our heads of grain-fed beef operations. A bunch of cows bellying up to a giant trough filled with corn kernels. I'm not sure where we all got this mental picture because, as I now know, it has very little to do with reality. In reality, corn or other cereal grains make up only a fraction of a grain-finished cow's diet. In addition, their feed continues to contain a lot of dried hay and grasses, alfalfa, as well as a lot of other parts of the corn plant, including leaves, husks, and stalks. In fact, grain accounts for only about 10% of a grain-finished cow's total food intake. The rest is plant material that is inedible to humans. And this is one of the things that make ruminant livestock like cows and sheep unique. The vast majority of the food that they consume cannot be consumed by humans. 
And much of that grows on land that is also ill-suited to the cultivation of human foods. For other species of livestock, such as pigs and poultry, a much higher percentage of their diet is made up of foods that are also edible to humans. And now, here's a third commonly repeated myth. Perhaps you've heard that grain-fed cattle have to be given extra antibiotics because the grain makes them sick. This also turns out to be a widespread misconception. If feeding grain to cattle required the administration of antibiotics, there would be no natural or organic grain-fed beef. Cows being raised under either of those designations cannot be given antibiotics, and yet you can find grain-fed beef in both of those categories. Like humans, cows can adjust to and thrive on a variety of different diets. Good thing, too, because even for pastured cattle, there is enormous variation in the natural diet available for forage depending on where the cattle are being raised. Now, of course, a sudden change in diet can upset a cow's digestive system. If your vet has ever advised you to switch your dog to a different food, they probably told you to mix a little bit of the new stuff into the dog's usual food and gradually increase the new food to allow the dog's digestive system time to adjust. Grains are introduced into a grain-finished cow's diet in exactly the same way, just a little bit at first mixed into a whole lot of grass and hay and gradually increasing the mix. Feeding grain to cows does not require antibiotics to keep them from getting sick. However, in conventionally raised cattle, antibiotic-like substances called ionophores are often used to change the mix of the bacteria in the cow's rumen, sort of the way you or I might take a probiotic to change the mix of bacteria living in our intestines. The goal is to promote the growth of those bacteria that aid in the digestive process and allow the cow to extract more energy from the same amount of food. And now for the surprising truth. Grain-finished beef actually has a lower environmental impact than grass-fed beef. Isn't that exactly the opposite of what you've heard? I know it was for me. However, the fact is that grain-fed cows consume less feed and water, they ultimately produce more meat per animal than grass-fed cows, and all of that contributes to a lower carbon footprint. Grain-fed cows also produce less methane gas. Bacterial fermentation of foodstuff in a cow's rumen creates a lot of methane gas, and cows burp that back into the atmosphere. And methane gas, as you probably know, is one of the so-called greenhouse gases. But because grain requires much less bacterial fermentation to digest than grass, grain-fed cattle emit less methane into the atmosphere. My goal in sharing this information is not to say that one kind of meat is better than another, or even that a diet that includes meat is preferable to one that doesn't. The decision to choose organic or conventional, grass or grain-fed, or even whether to eat meat at all, involves a lot of different considerations, including nutrition, taste, cost, availability, animal welfare, and environmental concerns, and how you prioritize each of these. To be honest with you, this is a decision I'm still sorting out for myself. But with a decision this complex, the least we can do is start with accurate information. If, for example, your primary reason for choosing grass-fed beef 
is the belief that its carbon footprint is lower, then it's useful to know how the two actually stack up. You'll find a complete transcript of today's show with links to some of the published research that I reviewed and other resources, and that's at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have comments or questions on this topic or any other nutrition subject, you're welcome to post them there on our website or on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And now have a great week and remember to eat something good for me.